Jesus Christ. This is The Way. WIAM 101.1. Current events. Personal values. Political and social issues. Technology. Wars and tensions. Join us for the next hour to discuss and learn how the things happening in our world today point to God's prophetic word as signs of the times. There are about 14 verses in the Bible that talk about lawlessness, and we've got two articles that validate what those verses are talking about. And we'll still talk about Russia, at least when it comes to their prophetic desire to invade countries, and get ready for digital currencies to be invading everyone's economy. Hatred is invading the heart of man, especially when it comes to hating the Jews and more COVID news. But it's more like, see, we told you so. There's really so much to tell you as we look at the signs of the times. Our weekly look at Bible prophecy that we find in the world's news for Friday, February 11th, 2022. Today's live broadcast will magically turn into Podcast 202 in the Way Media app or the waymedia.net will tell you all the ways to listen, share, or subscribe. And it's the only place, by the way, where you can read the articles we discuss, and we encourage you to do that because there's a lot more article there than we have time to read to you. And now, here to help us biblically understand what is going on in our crazy world is Pastor Mark, who once worked at a calendar factory, but was fired because he took a day off. No, it's because I wasn't talented. Talent? Didn't you say a candle factory? No, calendar factory. Oh, there's, oh I, see, my joke didn't work. Oh, my just... word. Okay. <laughs> because you took a day off and you worked ah, at a calendar factory. But oh, she don't, okay. All right, so I'm not listening to that. I heard for well, some we'll reason... We'll provide a, cal- a diagram for these yes, jokes later. Yes. <laughs> so, I was actually trying to make your joke funny, but it okay. is funny even by itself. That's okay. You did a great job. You know. Oh, that's good. Yes. Uh, anyway, uh, no listener questions this week. Uh, we did reach out, uh, Richard... Uh, if you are listening, uh, you did send us a uh, prophecy question, and we asked for clarification. We're just waiting to get your email, and then we can answer your question. Other than that, if you do have a question for Pastor Mark, because there are a lot of things going on in the world, and we we appreciate that, we do encourage you to ask us those questions. Maybe they're not prophecy-related. Maybe they're just straight-out Bible-related. It's okay, yeah. uh, even though... Pastor Mark is a uh, practicing specialized prophetologist. He is licensed as a general practitioner in pastoring. You make all this stuff up. I'm just making it up as I go along. Uh, no, you're doing great. It's, you're you know, doing great. So, it's like, it, so he's a, you know, like a family practitioner. He's a fam- he's like a family pastor. Yes, we so know the Lord. So he can cover all the, all, yes. the, all the bases. We know the Lord. We get in the Word. We have a good time together. We talk to family. That's what we do. And so it's great. That's it's right. Great. All right. Well, you're the trained professional. That's <laughs> well, I'm faking it anyway. Uh, okay, uh, let's get into our main theme for this half hour because there's lot to lots to discuss. Yes, and it's it's really an overarching theme, at least from my perspective as I see it. But I know that you've got some scripture verses to talk about yes, as well absolutely. with these articles, and really it's just a, another form of lawlessness, and it could be another form of how uh, the Antichrist will use pharmakia to deceive the nation so to speak but it starts in our country and i'll kick it off with this first article pastor mark this is from the blaze.com a report out that the uh u.s administration is going to send crack pipes to drug addicts but here's the reason why according to the title of the article to advance quote unquote racial equity yes and there's been an update on this in the last 24 hours but i want to read this it's still going to go to the same place but i want to give the new information as well says the babbling measure including the department of health human services the fiscal year 2022 harm reduction program uh in the document the crack pipe plan is designed as a dispersion of federal government funds for the slightly more um at uh, anodyne smoking kits slash supplies again it goes on saying the kits the kits will provide safer pipes for drug addicts 
uh, or any illicit substance like crack cocaine, crystal meth, etc., uh, the spokesman reportedly explained that the supplied pipes will reduce users' chances of becoming infected. So, again, the grant program, Greg, has $30 million uh, is put aside for this particular program. And, um, again, they're, they're specifically saying we're targeting uh, the black community and the LGBTQ, which to me would be almost seems like an insult for this reason. This is a destructive thing, and they're saying we're, we're giving something destructive to the black community and to the um, LGBTQ community, if I was those guys, I, I would get upset about this. And it comes after uh, Joe Biden's executive order on, and I quote, advancing racial equity and support for undeserved, underserved, rather, communities. Um, so, again, here's the update on this. They've come out since then and released a statement saying, wait a minute, this was misinformation. We're not giving crack pipes. We are giving a paraphernalia and a, and a place to go to if you want to do drugs um, so that people don't harm themselves doing drugs. It's kind of the old thing, you know, if you're going to, if your kids are going to drink, give them alcohol at home, which is crazy. They shouldn't have alcohol anyway. They're kids. But the bottom line is, it's kind of like, don't deal with the issue. Just kind of try to make the issue as safe as you can. It's evil. It's wrong. But they did come out and say in very interesting wordings, uh, kind of like, well, we're not going to give out crack pipes. So they kind of said, we're not doing that. That was misinformation. Snopes and everybody jumped on it. But then at the same time, um, they're they're still saying the money will go toward those type of activities. So here's what I'm, I think is happening. They're trying to back off on the word crack pipe so they don't get in so much trouble. But they're still giving the money toward the illicit drug use. And, Greg, what will happen is it'll end up going toward crack pipes and everything else. Because that's if the money's going to be just spent toward the drug uh, paraphernalia avenue. Well, I could see how the government would get around that by basically uh, in a food stamp type of scenario where they would issue vouchers or something of those lines to the drug addict where he can go into a store that legally sells paraphernalia and turn in a voucher that gives them that and then that's a re and then they just turn around and get their reimbursement from the government yeah yeah Uh, i mean you know what i mean so they can so they can say hey we didn't hand out crack pipes yeah but you handed out the vehicle to get them the crack pipe. What's amazing is, and we'll get to all the biblical reasons why yeah. in a moment, but watching now, Greg, on a governmental level from the highest place, coming from the White House, literally um, not only choosing to destroy certain Americans, but even choosing certain groups of Americans to send that destruction to and making it look like somehow we're the nice guy. When I would, if, Again, if I was part of the black community and they're saying we're going to get all the black community drug paraphernalia, what are you saying? Are you implying that because I'm in the black community, I'm going to use drugs more than anybody else? Or the LGBTQ, what are you saying? Are we going to be doing more drugs than anybody else? And or are you trying to destroy us because we know statistically that drugs destroy people's lives? And this, to me, it would be very offensive if, if I was in either of those communities. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Yeah. But now that we have the next article, are you going to oh, leave yeah, into or, that? Or, yeah, or, I, I, are you going to save the, the reference? Yeah, let's this, put it all okay. together, yes, okay. and then I'll come back to this. All right, our next article is from foxnews.com, and this is... Along the same lines, uh, the Department of of Justice may allow what they're calling safe injection sites for heroin use. Yeah, so here now you've got the providing the drug paraphernalia, and they've got the safe place to go and do it. It's just our government destroying their own people. Unbelievable. This is uh, the article. A year after winning a major court battle against the opening of so-called safe injection sites, safe havens for people to use heroin and other narcotics, uh, with protections against fatal overdoses, the Justice Department is signaling it might be open to allowing them. Um, again, uh, they said they're trying to put this up for with appropriate guardrails, if you will. Um, they're trying to have they're calling them overdose prevention centers. Uh, they have such sites in Canada, Australia, Europe. They've been discussed for years in those places in New York and some of the U.S. cities and states. Advocates have held them as a way to curb the scourge of overdose deaths. And, of course, critics have said, this is crazy. Well, I'm in line with the critics saying, this is crazy. You know, we've got a situation here where people, they need help, Greg. They need to be set free from drugs and alcohol. This they is bondage. It's bondage. In the worst and, form. Well, and you're basically, you know, it's like somebody that's saying, I, I want to commit suicide, and you're handing them the gun. Yeah. I mean, you're that's right. what's going on. Yeah. This is delayed suicide because you're going to kill yourself. You're going to kill your community. It's evil. Now, that's on just the moral level. But now we put these two together, and, and, and what we see, Greg, prophetically with signs of the times, the Bible clearly talked about this escalating in the last days. And there's a couple of different scriptures that the uh, the Bible talks about it. Uh, the first one I'll, I want to read you is out of, out of uh, Revelation chapter 18, verses 21 through 24. And I'll have to tell you what the word means in a second, but listen to what it says in Revelation 18, 21 through 24. 
Um, it says this, speaking of the last days, and of course this is during the Great Tribulation, but as we said in the past, whenever you talk about prophecy, you have to talk about leading into prophecy, uh, you know, where it's going and where it's going to finally end up. It says, then a mighty angel, verse 21, took up a stone like a great millstone and threw it into the sea, saying, thus with violence the great city Babylon shall be thrown down and shall not be found anymore. That is, the Babylonian system revived, this false religious system revived in the last days. The sound of the harpist, musicians, flutists, trumpeters shall not be heard in you anymore. No craftsman or craft will be found in you, and no sound of the mill, uh, and the sound of the millstone shall not be heard. The light of the lamp shall not shine in you anymore. The voice of the bridegroom and the bride shall not be heard anymore. For your merchants were the great men of the earth, for by your sorcery all the nations were deceived. And this is where it's interesting. The word sorcery here is the word pharmakion, and we're going to see in a minute the word pharmakia. They're, they're, they're a slight variation, but the main root word, it's where we get the word pharmacy, and it's where we talk about drugs. It's not just drugs like from a pharmaceutical like Leo. Any drug falls under this category. And it's interesting, Greg, because when you look up pharmakia, uh, the meaning of it in the uh, original Greek, pharmakia, pharmakion, listen what it says. It, literally, the definition is um, the administering of drugs and witchcraft. That's It's first drugs slash witchcraft is another meaning. That's why it's called sorcery. When you put it together, the full meaning, and I, and I wrote my own sentence of it, okay? It's, it's basically witchcraft through the use of the administering of drugs. Now, think about that. We have our government here administering, saying we're going to administer or give you drug kits, help you get drugs, give you places to, to do the drugs. It is exactly pharmakian or pharmakia, exactly what the Bible says God will be judging the earth for in the last days. But listen to what it says here in, in Revelation 9. I want to use the other one as well. 20 and 21, again, speaking of the same thing, of the witchcraft, the sorcery. Um, and it's interesting, the connection of, of drug abuse and witchcraft, because, again, there is a demonic connection there. And I've seen that over the years in ministry in people's lives. Hmm. But listen to what it says here in, in uh, Revelation 9, verse 20 and 21. It says, but the rest of mankind who were not killed by the plagues, these plagues, did not repent of the works of their hands, that they should worship demons, the idols of gold, silver, brass, stone, and wood, which can neither see nor hear nor walk, and they did not repent of their, notice these things linked together, of their murders, their sorceries, their sexual immorality, or their thefts. Let me read that now in the literal. They did not repent of their murders, their administering of drugs, and using drugs in connection with witchcraft, sexual immor- Im- immorality, and theft. That is exactly what we're seeing happen in the streets of America today. And now, Greg, from our very White House, this is exactly what's taking place the Bible said you're going to see an increase in administering of drugs, giving out drugs, more drug abuse. You're going to see a connection to witchcraft, which, again, is demonism. And Satan knows if he can dumb people down and get them in this world of drugs and alcohol, he can have their soul eternally. So this is wicked, and our national leadership is now helping people to be eternally condemned. It is evil. It is against the Word of God. It is against God. And, and it's just, again, it's, it's hard to believe. You know, we talked in the past about the Babylon Bee, you know, and, and all their kind of, uh, you know, satire, satire there, dude. Yeah, yeah. Now, I read this stuff now, and, and it's almost going to, it's getting hard for Babylon Bee to keep their job because our own real news stories are going to be just as ridiculous. And this is what we're watching happen. It's unbelievable. Before I, uh, I want to get back to witchcraft. Yes, for let's a minute, do it. But, let's talk about it. Uh, but I, <clears throat> I wanted to uh, also throw in another verse. Um, and really, it's it's really the whole chapter of Romans, uh, chapter one. Uh, but in verse twenty eight, it says, "And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind right. to do those things which are not fitting." And then it lists things that are not fitting, uh, being filled with all unrighteousness, a sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil-mindedness, and the list goes on. Right. And so that's almost a companion verse there, because what you're seeing is your people that are devoid of God, that have rejected God, that don't want to have anything to do with God, and as the verse says did not like to retain God in their knowledge. Yeah. I, I need to push God out of my mind. I need to push God out of my life. Yeah. Now, yeah. let's talk about pharmacia. Let's talk about witchcraft for a minute. Yes. And let's talk about the spirit realm and why all of these things are interconnected and why God so hates these things for the protection of mankind right. because we 
we are spirit beings encased in these physical bodies. Right. But yet, the Bible tells us, and in, in, uh, Ephesians tells us, 6.12, is 6.10 through 12, that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, right. but against powers and principalities in, in heavenly places, that there is essentially the Bible in its totality teaches about there's a spirit world all around us. It's not off in the distance, not like light years away. It's right here right. in front of us as well. Right. And there's a battle going on. Yep. And the problem with drugs, especially especially psychotropic drugs, right. not not drugs to like heal a, a bacteria but, yeah, in your penicillin, body, like penicillin, yeah. but it lifts a veil that God put there yeah. to protect us. Yeah. So can we talk about that yeah, a little let's, bit? Let's do. There is something, Greg. I don't know what takes place, but something when you get into the drug realm, it really does lower the uh, the defenses that you have in the natural realm to keep you from connecting to the spirit realm. And that's why, again, out west, and I lived in Santa Fe, New Mexico yeah. for seven years, and I saw this among the Indians out there. Um, they would have these, and of course, they could use on their reservations. They had a lot more freedom to do a lot of things. I don't know if peyote and those things are legal or not there, but mm. in their spiritual worship, they used peyote and all these different mind-altering uh, psychedelic drugs. And they would go on these trips where they had to get in touch with their spirit guides. And they, and they, when you ask them, they, these spirit guides show up and they say they're, they're, they're real. They're beings. They talk to them. You can say, Oh yeah, they're just having some kind of crazy trip from the drug. I don't decline that that could possibly happen. But as, as often as I hear that connected to it, I believe it is true demons manifesting themselves because the defenses are broken down by the drug. It breaks that wall between natural and supernatural. And they go in and they lead them. And when you see something like that, you have a spirit guide and they must be wiser. And so you follow them and they're they're fallen angels. So they appear as as light and all this kind of stuff. And um, there is a direct connection there to that whole witchcraft. And and really witchcraft is rebellion to God and and attributing power to Satan, tapping into Satan's power rather than God's power, replacing God with demonic power. So those things are definitely in place. And you see people that aren't even trying to get connected, for example, to the demonic realm. Oftentimes, Greg, when they go far into these things like LSD, heroin, yeah. all that, you'll see them just kind of almost lose their mind in that kind of realm, um, getting connected to all kinds of demonism. And so it's demonic, and it's to destroy men's souls and to deceive men, and there's a lot of a, a demonism. And we're going to see more demonism in the last days. I mean, the Bible's very clear. The demonic realm is going to be very, very involved um, and, and you'll great kind of as a reset that we talked about a couple of weeks ago, when we talk about the demonism through witchcraft, through all these other things, remember in the last days, it, here's what the Bible says will happen. And I think this is good to kind of, kind of, you put away things that make, that make you doubt, you know, your senses and what you're seeing and hearing and be aware to what's happening. The Bible says Satan's goal, and he will eventually take over the world. And he's going to have the demonic realm working with him to take over the world to bring a darkness on everyone's eyes. They can't see the truth. They'll believe the lie. They're going to be involved in demonism and all these deceptive things in the last days. So we are seeing these things happen, and we're going to see them continue to happen. And for us as believers, our eyes need to be open to it and recognize what's going on, because otherwise we're going to miss it. We're not going to recognize the work of the enemy. Even some of the things that, remember, the demonic realm is manifested in the natural realm. So when you see some of these things happening through our government around the world, you know, administering drug kits or whatever to the people that are already needing help to keep them hooked, this is demonic. And there's going to be in the church again, doctrines of demons will be introduced. There's all kinds of demonic activity. And if we don't know the word of God and we're not in tune with God's spirit, we're going to be deceived. But again, to, to get back to your initial question, there is definitely a, a thin veil that can be torn down when you start messing in the in the drug realm and so um and uh, you know i've watched it happen and it's very real and very very um um insidious yeah that veil is 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 only to be removed at god's direction yeah for his purposes yeah not not for us because we we can't handle clearly clearly yeah we can't handle the spirit world yeah. that God is shielding us from as we yeah. are in these earthly bodies and in our limited understanding. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you look, Greg, at what are some other ways you see, just to give some practical examples to our listeners about ways that the demonic realm is working. I mean, think about this. We are so deceived as a culture and society now. But remember, the, Jesus said, I've come to give life and life more abundantly. So that means that anything that pertains to life is of God. 
Mm-hmm. And anything that pertains to death is of the enemy. Um, and I got to know the fall. That's why he came to die. So we would be freed from that eternal judgment. But it says that Satan came to kill and steal and destroy. And you just look at abortion. Look at one topic, abortion. We are murdering people in what should be the safest place known to man, the womb of their mother, who's supposed to have the natural affections for them the most. That's demonic. And what, and here's the signs of demonism. It's not just that it's happening and we recognize it's demonic because he came to kill, steal, and destroy. But the fact that, I know not all the society accepts this, but a portion of our society goes, well, that's okay. They're blinded. They believe that that's a good thing. There's nothing wrong in it. It doesn't seem, you know, anything out of the ordinary. That's demonic blindness. That's that blindness that it, it, the Bible talks about, not just in the last days, but in general. Now, if we can be deceived that way, we can be deceived in other ways as well, hopefully not the believers, but the world as a, as a whole, as we talked about in First John, the, the whole, or the, maybe James, the world is under the sway of the uh, First John 5.19. Thank you for having yeah. that memorized. Yes, the whole world is under the sway of yeah. the wicked one. Yeah. And so when I see this stuff, you know, going on, I, I realize there's demonic activity right now leading our leadership. You, you can't, with a rational mind, say, we're going to go and help people kill themselves and think that somehow that's a good thing that you're doing for the people of your nation. This is demonic influence. And I'm not suggesting that our, our top leaders are demon-possessed. I'm saying they are definitely under the influence of the demonic realm. And if you don't know the Word of God and walk by God's Spirit, you would to- you could totally miss that. Well, and, and let's further enhance that verse because it says at the very beginning, it says those that are not, and I'm paraphrasing, those that are not in Christ Jesus are under the sway of the wicked one. Yeah. But the, the connotation there is that if you are not in Christ Jesus, you don't have a choice. Yeah, that's right. Whether that's you right. want to be or not, whether you realize it or not, yeah. you are under that influence. And again, when we remember the character of Satan, yeah. Satan is the deceiving suggester. And we see that in the garden when he said to Eve, did God surely say that you would die? Right. Come on. That's right. That's you know, right. It, it starts very subtly. Satan never comes at you with the proverbial horns and a pitchfork. That's right. He comes at with you with things that sound good to your flesh. Yeah. And if you do not have the knowledge of God's word to be that plumb line against that suggestion to see, oh, that sounds good, but God said this. Yeah. And that takes discernment, and that takes a relationship with Jesus, that takes spending time in his word. Yeah. All of those things come together over time. So that's why it's called sanctification. It's that process of, you know, you know, God ridding yourself of the things of the world that we've all been indoctrinated with and replacing it with what his standard is yeah. and, and retraining your brain and your heart and your mind and that whole muscle memory proverbial thing to, to start getting towards what he's saying instead of what the world is saying. Yeah, and the really insidious thing about this, Craig, I remember that because I had this attitude before I came to the Lord, and many people right now that are blinded, that are under that blindness, the mindset is, I'm my own person, I make my own decisions, nobody's going to tell me what to do, and we're living this life of rebellion, thinking nobody's going to tell me what to do, and what we don't realize is, we're being told exactly what to do, (laughs) we're completely being controlled, And we're completely being led by the spirit of the enemy working in the world right now. You see the world. They're completely under the control of the evil one. And they think that they, um, they think they're not. They think they're making their own decisions. They're being led right along into this whole place of destruction. You know, I'll tell you what and I, it's sincere too. That belief is sincere. It is. It really is. And, um, you know, when I watch what's happening, I, I read these kind of articles, Greg, and I see these kind of things. And I was thinking right before the show came on, I am so filled with joy and so excited right now about God and what God is doing on so many levels. And, and, uh, you know, we're discussing a couple of things before the show and I get excited. And, and, and when we, then we talk about these kind of things and you think, how in the world could you be excited? How could you be encouraged? <laughs> But again, there's a joy, number one, in knowing the Lord, that no matter what's happening, it's just there. And secondly, it just shows how close we really are to all this wrapping up. I, I Again, nobody rejoices in seeing drugs handed out by our, our leaders of our nation, or, or at least paraphernalia for drugs being handed out for the leaders of our nation, by the leaders of our nation. Nobody likes seeing the, the deception that Satan is doing, the, the, the evil, the turning against from God, uh, turning from God that you see in the world. But we are so close. Things are happening so fast that I get excited because I realize this is coming to a crescendo. And even like he said, it'll be like a woman in birth pangs. It's going to hurt more as we get close to birth. 
And so it's starting to hurt more, and there's more pain ahead, I believe, in, many diff- in different ways. But that baby's going to be born. The kingdom's going to be here. And um, it's not about winning a, 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 an argument of, of right-left or some viewpoint somebody has. Jesus will take over the planet. He will rule and reign, and he's going to run it in righteousness I get excited about that day, and if I didn't know that, and we've talked about this as well before offline, you know, how discouraged would you be if you didn't think we, we win in the end? You'd want to just give up, and that's why I think right now we see a lot of the suicide on the rise, all the hopelessness yeah. that people have, even in young adults. Absolutely. There's hopelessness, and they're taking their lives. Miss USA taking her life, what, last week? You know, I, The whole thing is, it because, and then this, it's just exacerbated by the whole COVID thing and the lockdowns and yep. all that because people feel hopeless. But even in the midst of all of it, you know, when you know the Lord, there's such hope in the midst of that. And so, uh, you know, I get, I, in the midst of this kind of news, I, I get excited about what's coming uh, because the Lord's coming. Yeah. And yet at the same time, uh, we have to be aware of it. In the body of Christ, we need to be in the word, in prayer, you know, more than ever to be prepared for what's coming. And, and you know, even further mercy when you read the gospels and read, the, uh, read about, uh, you know, the disciples. And, and why they were so discouraged, because they thought that Jesus's arrival meant that he was going to conquer the one world government yeah. and, and that he was going to rule and reign. Yeah. And yeah. then when he didn't, yeah. there was great depression. Well, now, you know what? That's a great point, because, you know, I, I don't I know we yeah, have no, short time, yeah, but yeah. I want to say something. On yeah. that. Imagine us. Now we can associate with the disciples, Greg, because imagine right now. See, now we know yeah. that when he comes back. We know back, something they didn't yes, know. Yeah, we know now that this yeah. time he will take over the world. The Bible's clear. Yes. There's, there's, there's a two-phase process. Here. Yes. Left, uh, you know, uh, uh, right-left punch. But the bottom line is, is that they didn't know that. So imagine how excited we are going. We need to be delivered. Look what a mess. We, if we took ourselves back, look at Rome. Yeah. Look how oppressed we are. The world's being controlled by these evil leaders. And all of a sudden, say we found out next week he's not really coming back, and he comes and tells us, guess what, guys? It's three times, and I'm going to do something else, and, I'll, and you guys are going to have to live it out. It, that would be extremely discouraging until you saw him resurrect from the dead and realize, yeah. all right, it's going to be worth it because we, we win in the end. But the bottom line is he's already resurrected, and he's coming back again, and now we're just waiting on him to really establish his kingdom. How, how long was the first Roman rule in place? Do you, do you remember um, when you were reading all of the historical? Let, let me go off the cuff. I know it was I know it was well over four hundred, you know, four hundred, five hundred years. It kind of just kind of began to dissolve. Right. Uh, but yeah, it was it was hundreds of years. I wish I'd remember. I'm thinking four to five hundred. Our historians are probably um, write me a correction letter here. But I need to. I know it started really. It really kind of started, you know, around oh, the thirties, the forties, you know, prior, right? Uh, a, you know, BC. Yeah. And then moved into uh, I don't know shortly, it, it just, shortly just, after, at least to seventy AD. Yes, it just and kind a little of, bit longer whenever whenever Rome imploded. Yeah, but it went long. It went pretty far beyond well, that. I'm thinking Rome yeah. was around four hundred years. Four hundred years. I'm thinking. Yeah. So, I mean, so we can take we can take cons- we I mean we can take comfort in the fact that when the revived Roman Empire comes on the scene. Yes. At best it's only seven years yeah yeah they had i mean they had i mean think about that you 400 versus seven yeah yeah it's going to be a brutal seven mind you but it's not going to be 400 here it is 500 years okay there we go they they fell to the german goths in 476 a.d for a total of 507 years that was the official start or death of the roman empire and so you know again they're saying that it started with gaius octavian being uh inaugurated or crowned in 31 bc but actually if you go back even earlier than that in the 40s it really was kind of formulating so yeah somewhere right around 500 they're saying 507 but in that range yeah and uh, so they realize you know this is it and now the roman empire though is being revived and it's going to be revived and then in that revived roman empire i still find it intriguing that jesus came during the roman empire the first time and greg he's going to come during the roman empire the second time that's just so cool to me it's almost like the story stopped midstream yeah the lord left he let the world kind of do what it was doing then it got right back to where it was when he left now he's stepping back into the roman empire that'll be revived in the last days and then he takes over and rules and reigns. So it's just kind of this little delay. He built a little window called the Church Age in the middle of world history. It really is kind of Rome just continuously going. Uh, you know, would have been, but he built this window in. And here we are. The window will close. We're out of here. And he finishes the world history and then establishes his kingdom. Wow. Great things to look forward oh, to. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With the Lord, for sure. Uh, some bad things to look forward to up ahead on Earth as we will take a look at the latest advancements with Russia and Ukraine and what all that means for us prophetically as we take a quick peek at Ezekiel 38 and 39 as we get into articles in the second half as Signs of the Times continues. We'll be right back. 
WIAMLP. 101.1 FM, Knoxville. It's Crazy Money Day. Hi, I'm Chuck Bentley with My Money Life from Crown. Last month, two people split a $630 million Powerball jackpot. Can you imagine winning that much money? Adam Osmond dreamed of it. According to Market Watch, his wins only served to feed his addiction. He played any and all kinds of games, but they cost him his home and business. That's when he sought help. Experts say that state lotteries have ballooned in popularity. In 2020, sales reached nearly $90 billion. News coverage of big jackpots feeds this frenzy. Unfortunately, people don't realize that the odds of earning the top prize are 1 in 292 million. There's a better chance of being struck by lightning or being killed by a bee sting. Even with the remote possibility of winning millions, people will play and become addicted. Some 2 million American adults have a severe gambling problem. Another 4 to 6 million have a mild or moderate one, and those in recovery can relapse in the heat of jackpot mania. Osmond quit buying lottery tickets over a decade ago. The thing that troubles him most about lotteries is the way the poor get hooked on them. Today, he helps recovering addicts by introducing them to running. He's competed in more than 500 races and recently ran the New York Marathon. The Bible says that those who desire to be rich fall into temptation, into a snare, into many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. Avoid that pain by turning away from all forms of gambling and placing your hope and dependence on God. Now, if you've been blessed with My Money Life, I invite you to discover the Crown Stewardship Podcasts. You can subscribe on Spotify and iTunes or listen at crown.org. That's crown.org. A moment of grace with Ed Taylor. The Lord does speak to us. And we really do want to be right with God. But if we're not careful, we'll leave here with this heavy burden, like it's all on our shoulders, like it's all up to you. And if I'm not careful, I might even portray that to you. It's all up to you, folks. It's it's not all up to you. God has gone before you. He dwells in you by the power of His Spirit. What you and I have the privilege of doing is cooperating with what God has already done and what He wants to do. That's His grace. For more biblical encouragement to help you grow deeper in your love relationship with Jesus, visit edtaylor.org. Again, that's edtaylor.org. A Moment of Grace with Ed Taylor is a presentation of Calvary Aurora. Signs of the Times now continues. Here again is your host. Welcome back, everyone, to our weekly look at Bible prophecy in the world's news. These are the signs of the times. For Friday, February 11th, 2022, this is podcast 202 that some of you might be listening to later. All the ways to subscribe and listen or watch can be found at, uh, you can either go to signs.org or go to thewaymedia.net and navigate to the Signs of the Times page. Either way, you'll get to the information that you need to get to. All right, Pastor Mark, uh, before we before we get into articles, we're just going to kind of give a quick update from you okay. regarding uh, Russia and yeah. on the Ukrainian border. Yes. And uh, the latest military exercises I think they've done with, uh, I can't remember the other uh, uh, country. Yeah, they were doing exercise military exercises with. Well, the yeah. name is escaping me. You know, I'm just in a Russian Ukraine right now, so I don't know who else you're thinking of. But I mean, um, no, it's another Russian province or whatever that they're doing um, exercises oh. with. But nevertheless, yeah, we don't have any articles for it because there's just so many out there, and really, it's it's kind of like we're all sitting on the proverbial pins and needles, waiting. Are they going to? Are they not going to? Yeah. Are they are they poised on the border to try to get NATO concessions or what? So well, it's interesting. Well, a couple of headlines here. You know, again, it says NATO issues a warning. This is from Fox News. NATO issues a warning as Russia-Ukraine tensions build. And then listen to this one. Uh, just 16 minutes ago, this is interesting. We may know something in a couple of days because Ukrainian officials have said to Russia and warned them, you have 48 hours to explain your military activities on our border. I don't know if that means they're going to take uh, be take off, offense, you know, offensive action against Russia. I don't think they would because they know that Russia is going to defeat them. But it's it's coming to a head. Something's going to happen here, Greg. Um, and then one more real quickly. 
this is uh, from, again, uh, the world section of Fox News. Russian invasion could begin, I quote, could begin at any time, including during the Olympics. Uh, Blinken says, the, you know, uh, the man, the, our secretary, is Secretary of Defense Blinken, uh, the bottom line is, is everybody's given the warning signs any minute this could take place. But again, the last days, wars, rumors of wars, we'll find out. You know, when you when we were talking in the first half about the spiritual battle and, and whatnot, and, and, and really God's ability, and like what we talked about with the disciples, God's ability to blind the disciples to yeah. the prophecies that were spoken of about Jesus that told that said he's not coming the first time right. to rule he's coming to die for the sins of mankind right but that was blinded but remember an article that we had here at last few weeks about Ukraine reaching out to Israel yes for Air military Force. Air Force support yes okay i i know nothing yeah. beyond the fact that if they did that and God allowed Israel to somehow come to Ukraine's defense and cloak it. Yeah. Where nobody else saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's what's giving Ukraine the bravado. Maybe. To draw a line in the sand with Russia. I don't, I'm not, I don't know. I, I, I'm just, I'm just guessing. Something, you know, that's a good point, Greg, that I hadn't thought about because something has given them the boldness. Maybe it's one of those, it could just be simply, look, I need to know, you know, kind of like when the, when the gunman pulls the gun, are you going to kill me or not? It could be one of those. Or it could be like you said, maybe there's a new boldness because they realize there are some bigger shoulders coming to back them up. Now, I'll tell, I will say this. Israel's not going to announce it if they do, because anything Israel gets involved in, the world hates on them and attacks yes, them. So exactly. if they help, it's going to be stealth until yes. it just comes out that they helped. And it could come out, but I mean, they're not going to announce that. But it is interesting to watch. And again, we talked about if Israel did step in and help Ukraine, uh, that could be a further little kind of, um, you know, encouragement to Russia to say, what are you doing? You know, hey, why are you doing that? And give them more kind of ammo to say, we owe you one. We're coming after you. You know, we talked last week about, not to get sidetracked, I'll be real quick, but yeah, about the pipeline, just, you know, the Cyprus and all yes, that with the yes, natural gas yes. that Israel's working on. Um, again, that right there still, they're still talking about that. That's in the hopper. That's in, that's right now on the, on the forefront of everything. So there's a lot of issues that Russia could be agitated about. And that the Ukrainian Air Force thing could play into it. So it is very interesting, but we'll see what happens. I mean, many people thought, well, they're going to wait till after the Olympics if they do anything. Now they're saying, and maybe there's some uh, Russia's what in fourth place and gold medals or whatever they got. They got no. I mean, yeah, and, and, it's not even them as a country, right? It's the Russian Olympic Committee or something. Uh, well, and, it's, and they, well, you talk about drugs. Talk about yeah, pharmacia. Exactly. They just caught their number one skater in the world. That young girl. <laughs> yes. They found her. She's all drugged up. So I mean, yeah. she may be disqualified. Wow. Russia's been doing that for years. Yeah, but, exactly. Um, anyway, <laughs> it's you know they're such a major player in the end times. To watch everything they do is interesting as well. But it is interesting to see the Israel connection there. We'll have to see how that pans out yeah so there's your russia ukraine yeah the bottom line is they're still building update. they're still doing exercises yep. and building up more on the border and now we're saying hey you have 48 hours we want to know what's happening so it's kind of coming to a head they're either going to back down or they're not so i think we should know something i would say by our next show we should maybe have an answer we'll see you know i'm it's also equally intriguing why nato now ukraine's not a nato member they're not right so they're not so it makes it kind of hard well, for nato to really insert themselves well, here's militarily the well let's, again let me add to that what they're the nato is ukraine's wanting to become a part of nato oh. so they have that protection and russia part of the reason that russia did this because they did it last year and they backed down so I mean, they started amassing on the border last year too but not this big they backed down because what they're what they're saying is we'll leave if you promise you never make ukraine a part of nato but we, if you say Ukraine's going to be part of NATO, we're taking Ukraine over, so it can't be a part of NATO. Now it's Russia. So this is a big influence here. Oh, the they politics. Don't want, they don't want Ukraine to become NATO. Yeah. And that's why the buildup, and, you know, again. And, and I get it, because then that puts NATO troops and resources uh, that much closer to Russia's border. I guess on another part of their border. I guess it depends on how desperate Russia gets. Uh, because, again, remember, this affects their, their, their gas supply. And you, it does, because... A lot of things get shut down if they do this. I mean, this yeah. could be, get really intense. Follow the money. Yeah, try it. And I give you the suede. And it's a perfect service, segue yes. into talking about one world economy. There you go. <laughs> I like that whole one. It works out that way. Okay, uh, uh, Pastor Mark, this is from Forbes.com. And we've talked about this quite a bit regarding, yeah. regarding cryptocurrency. Yes. Fed designs a digital dollar that handles... 1.7 million transactions per second. Wow. Now, if this is true, 
then what I've said all along regarding cryptocurrency as it exists today, yeah. don't put your money in that. No. Because the, because the governments of the world are not going to allow a decentralized currency. You're exactly right. And really, Greg, here, just real briefly, the article it talks about is the races against China's development of its central bank yeah. digital currency. So we're trying to get in the game. And let me kind of tell you what's going on. See, here's the bottom line. Whoever, con- whoever controls the money in the world controls the world. So America right now controls the world and has because it's we're based on a dollar system pretty much around the globe. I know everybody has their own money, but the dollar really dominates as far as world trade and all that. Yeah. So here's an opportunity, Greg. Get this. Overnight, here's an opportunity to shift from the monies of the world being the dollar, because everybody's talked, how would that ever happen? It could shift overnight to whatever country has the best digital system overnight. And China's ahead of us. They put it all together, and if China, if the world goes, yeah, we're going to go with China's digital whatever, the dollar's not king anymore. Now the yen is, and they're working through the, you know, the, the central banking digital currency system there in China. So now you see what's going on. Everybody, see, Russia's trying to get one done, China's trying to get one done, and then all of a sudden we kind of wake up after the fact going, wait a minute, because we've always said, hey, the dollar rules, they're not going to be able to take over because the dollar, everybody has to use the dollar to do their transactions, all their markets. You can't just take over overnight. And all of a sudden, everybody woke up and realized it could change overnight now. And the way it would change overnight for the first time in American history is if a digital system was accepted by the world that wasn't the dollar, then we would have to transfer our dollars into that digital system. And now they control the world economy because of their new digital money. See, this is, this is again, is ingenious in a wicked way for China and whoever else can do this. So America said, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. They realized we're getting snuck out. We better do something. So they jumped into the game, and now they're trying to release and develop it. But like you said, here's what's going to happen. You might see some of these temporary digital things nation to nation, but, Greg, it's going to morph into, and probably as the discussions go between China and America, now China has more power saying, we're just going to pull the trigger and do it. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, that's, we, we, and, and then Russia and everybody's going to get their hand in it. Why don't we come together and just do one large one where we all have our hand in the cookie jar, and that's going to be your digital currency, Greg, that the Antichrist yeah. is going to use that will be federalized, controlled by the governments, and it'll be a one-world digital. These individual ones like Bitcoin and all, they're going to fade yeah. away because – it has to be federally controlled worldwide. Well, and the other thing that I'm looking forward to seeing in the discussions that's going to show us that we're that much closer is finding a resolution or solution to the current issues of currency exchange rates, yeah, uh, 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 debt carrying costs, yeah. As it relates on a country level, not a personal debt carrying cost like right. you know you're getting charged eighteen percent interest on your credit card. Yeah, I'm talking about where countries borrow money from other countries. Yeah, and the debt load that exists there, and that's all based on the exchange rates between the borrowing and lending countries, yeah. and yeah. so on and so forth. So there's a lot of financial gymnastics I think that still need to get worked out but once they can come to terms or come to a, a a deal or an agreement on how to reconcile all that or forgive that or whatever they're going to do yeah then i think that that's going to pave the way even quicker yeah yeah well listen to this because anyway. i want to add to greg's resolution yeah. resolution solution uh which is what you solution said resolution. you said our solution no resolution what yeah. did i just say you okay. said resolution solution or solution i can't okay. really say it I get tongue-tied. anyway you know, think about this, Greg. Um, already, there are rumors out there, and again, they're just rumors, but they're very uh, insidiously genius. And I, I think that I don't see why they wouldn't do it. If I was evil and controlled things, I would. If you, if they come together and say, "Wait a minute, let's do this digital system," and everybody says, "No, I want to run it. I want to run it. I want to run it." Hey, guys, I've got an idea. Why don't we all come together? We'll come up with a, a currency that's for the world, and when we do our transfer over to this currency. You get 10% more, you get 10% more, you get 10% more. We'll just transfer. We'll make their money less. We'll take more of that in digital form, and we all get richer as nations and individuals based on the money transfer. Now, get this. Um, that right there would solve all the debt problems you just talked about. Because if, if you added, say, 20, 20, 20, like China, Russia, America, and they transferred it over, and you made, and you took, basically you're taking money from people, but they don't know it. Because you're giving it, you're agreeing worldwide to give it a, dig, a digital value. 
So you could make that digital value for a dollar. It's only going to be like 50 cents. We don't know that. How do we know that? You've still got 20000 in the bank, but your 20000 is now 20000 digital. And the, if the digital rate is less worth because of how they traded it, and everybody agrees worldwide, you've got a worldwide digital uh, money. Now everybody that's in on it made money for their countries. And now you've got that extra 10 or 20%. We'll forgive you that you're going. We'll forgive them. We'll forgive you. We'll forgive. And they forgive debts. Now the world's out of debt. But all these guys kept all their money, and everybody seems to be happy. I mean, again, I'm not saying that'll happen, but that's yeah. there are rumors that they're looking to transfer the monies and make some profit off of it when they do it digitally. And, Greg, that would solve a number of things. It would make them richer. You could forgive debt around the world. Everybody would come to an agreement because your bargaining tools. Are, why, China would say to us, we're way ahead of you on this. Why should we yeah. let you in on our digital money thing? We're going to take over the world digitally. Here's why. Because we'll blow the cover on you. We're going to let people know you're going to transfer and give them less money. But if you let us in on it, we'll all do it together. We'll all get rich. We can pay the nations off, and we're the world's heroes. I mean, there's so much going on here behind the scenes. Um, that, that I'm not saying sure for, that's happening, but I'm saying yeah. there are rumors of that kind of thing, and that's geniusly insidious. Yeah, and I can see that happening. And thanks for the, those evil thoughts. Yes, yes, I want to, to plant those it. evil thoughts yes. out there uh, <laughs> just to help out the wicked one. No, yeah, look, he's 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 no, a lot I know. smarter he's, he's, and evil he's, than he's, I could ever yeah, be. It's already in play. That's right. Whatever, that's right. Whatever it is. <laughs> so anyway, yep. All right. Why can't we be friends? You know the growing anti-Semitism. It's prophetic. Yeah. Zechariah 12, as in other places in the Bible, talking about the world. You're talking about being under the sway of the enemy. This is another great example of 1 John 5, 19. Yeah. You know, where this stuff, who, who knows where it comes from other than it's just satanically motivated. Uh, our first article, Pastor Mark, from foxnews.com, NYC, New York City, anti-Semitic crimes are up nearly 300% in January. Yeah. Just this last month. Yeah, that's and right. And the latest involves a Jewish man ambushed from behind. Yeah, 15 hate crimes committed just in January alone. Um, and then the 300% increase, Greg, this is the thing. It says the Jewish community is on extreme edge of this violence, and it's got to stop. Uh, Scott Richmond, regional director of the Anti-Defamation League, said out of New York, well, it's not going to stop. I hate to tell you that, Scott. It's not going to stop, and here's why. You know, we've talked about this a lot. And so in one way, I thought, well, do we need to cover it this week? I, I normally wouldn't have. It's always there, and every so often we'll bring it up. But when I saw 300% in January, we had to talk about this. It is just exploding, yeah. the hatred of the Jews. And um, you're going to see a hatred against Christianity, an attack against Christianity as well, uh, which, again, the next article, I think, kind of kind of lends itself yeah. to as well. But, Greg, this is, again, just what you said, the last days, we're going to see an increase of hatred. Why? Because Satan hates God's plan, and God's going to restore the Jews and work in them. He's going to attack against the Jewish people and against Israel uh, as all. Well. But one more quick thing before you go to the next yeah. article, real quick. Yeah. Something's going to have to happen in the last days to drive more of the Jews back to Israel. Now, we've been watching the That's Jews. That's all part of prophecy. Exactly. We've been watching the Jews be driven back since 48 as different things heat up. Well, before um, 48, really. Yeah, well. If you think about it, it was well, the beginning of World War II, the persecution of the Jews really started the formation. Oh, it did. Yeah. It did. That was the beginning yeah. of it. But I guess I just meant once they established as a nation. Yes, but yeah. you're right. It began the real yeah. push. You saw God used that. Not that God, I'm not saying what God did. God made this evil thing happen. I'm saying God used that to drive them back. Yeah. And here's the thing. He said, all the way, Greg, the closer we get to the last days, he's going to drive more and more Jews back to Israel. Now, how do you make a happy Jewish person who's got a great job and a great life here in America leave that? And go back to the Middle East where they have to start over and acclimate to, again, a new country and ensure those kind of things that could draw it, you know, the nostalgia. It's part of your heritage. That's who you are. But you turn the heat up high enough, you're going to push somebody out of that water and drive them to a place on dry ground. And so, again, I believe that part of what's happening here is the demonic attack against the Jews, but God is using it prophetically to drive Jews back to Israel. And don't you watch. We're going to be seeing articles here soon that say this. Jews in New York and Jews in America are now read, you know, uh, uh, they're they're being forced to Israel. And they're 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 moving to Israel. That's coming because God is going to use this to drive them back. And so God will use this for His good. We knew it was going to happen. This is not good. You watch. God's going to use this for His good. Well, this hits a little closer to home for those of us that live in the state of Tennessee. 
This is from Israel 365 News. A high school class uh, in how to torture a Jew and force him to say the name of God. What is all this about? Well, again, listen, it's Hamilton County Public Schools in Tennessee near Chattanooga offer an elective program teaching the Christian Bible from a historical and literary perspective. Juniper Russo, a parent of three Jewish children, enrolled her eighth grade daughter there, and she said um, that the, the teacher was saying, if you want to know how to torture a Jew, make them say uh, God's name out loud. Made my daughter feel extremely uncomfortable or whatever. Look, I don't know what's true what's not true what happened what didn't happen but i'm gonna say this the first article this is not what you think it is the first article was a direct attack against jews i believe this is a direct attack on christianity i'll tell you why Mm. i'm not taking up for that lady look if that lady said that that's wrong that's just wrong that's not that's not christ-like you don't reach somebody by saying what you would say the way to reach up the the jewish person anyone else is share the love of jesus christ that's what's true so if this teacher said that, shame on her. That was a bad thing, and she needs to repent, and, and whatever's going on there, get that right. I, I get that. Um, but what? But I believe this is an attack used that Satan is using against the church, because here's what happens. When you have these type of events, whether it's accurate or inaccurate, and it gets out there where a Christian says something like that that's very mean and ugly and doesn't really represent Christ in the right way, it paints a picture of Christians. Here's who those Christians are. They want to torture the Jews. They want to be mean. To, no. We love the Jewish people. We love Israel because God loves them. And we love all because Jesus died for all and and all are welcome into the kingdom who received Jesus Christ. So I see the first article. These aren't two anti-Semitic articles to me where I'm sure the mom saw it that way. I see this as an anti-Semitic article and then an article that Satan can use against the church and the Christian making Christianity look bad. It kind of reminds me of the woman following Paul. These are Mm -hmm. the servants of the most high God. And the Bible says she was demon possessed. She was speaking the truth, but she was doing it in an ugly, wrong way uh, uh, that, that was driving people away from Jesus Christ yeah. rather than driving people to Jesus Christ. And this this is, uh, again, I think, an attack on Christianity as well that's in the national headlines. Okay. Well, all right, Pastor Mark, our last article for uh, Hatred of the Jews uh, comes from Israel National News, where a report says anti-Semitic incidents in the U.K., yeah. Have uh, reached record levels in 2021. Again, last the, year. yeah. Again, the Community Security Trust study finds levels of anti-Semitism across Britain soared in 2021. So here's, you know, again, Greg, why is this here? Because it goes hand in hand with the article that we saw that talked about what's happening here in America. It's not just America. Remember, when you're looking prophetically, what do we do now? Pro- prophecy students, yes, teacher. What do we do? Here's what we do: you look worldwide, and so it's happening in America. It's happening overseas now in Europe. It's happening worldwide. This is a move, a demonic move of the enemy to bring hatred for the Jews. Satan intends it for evil, but as the Bible says, God will intend this for good. God's going to drive Jews out of Europe into Israel. God's going to drive Jews out of America into Israel. And so God will use this for his glory where he will pour his spirit out on the Jews and revive them and bring them to come uh, to know Jesus Christ in the last days. So exciting, although sad. You you read it, you go, wow, this is awful, which it is awful. But when you know what God's going to use this for, it's exciting. Yeah, and you know, and you've shared this many times before, Pastor Mark, what the Bible teaches the Christian to do is to bless the Jews and to bless them in such a way that they see our relationship with quote unquote their God. Yeah. And and you're blessing me and you love my God and to stir them to jealousy Absolutely. for the relationship they see you have with them. That's what we're supposed to be doing as the yeah. church, not persecuting them. That's right. That's right. We're making them jealous because we love their God more than they do. Yeah. Amen. But they will soon have oh, their yes, eyes open. Yes, they will. Yes, they will. All right. Let's go to our smorgasbord of everything disgusting, pestilence, plagues, disasters, and corruption. Uh, and, of course, we continue with COVID news. This is kind of more of a see, I told you so tour of things that we've talked about over the last year and a half at least. Yeah. Uh, the first one from timesofisrael.com, an Israeli study now offering the strongest proof yet of vitamin D's power to fight COVID. Yeah, and again, another reason I wanted to keep this in here, it doesn't seem like, you know, we've talked about it a lot, and we can get tired of talking about COVID, but I also wanted just our listeners to realize, hey, take your vitamin D. Take your vitamin D. I mean, this is, again, like you said, it's kind of a, 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 I told you so, so to speak, but Greg, the things we've been talking about now, the the science, the world's now catching up to it and recognizing it, and I want our listeners to know, you want to be healthy, there are things you can do to protect yourself, such as vitamin D, and uh, we talked about, um, uh, you know, quercetin and and zinc and vitamin C, and just some of these basic things that now studies are showing, and vitamin D is a huge one. Israel came out with this at the very beginning, and now they're pushing it again. 
Some of these things, Greg, are just literally life-saving. They seem so normal. Can a vitamin really save me? Are these nutrients? Simple minerals that God has provided. And they really are saving lives. So I want to make sure our listeners know out there, you don't have to be afraid. Make sure that you have good vitamin C, good vitamin D. Um, again, if you have a, 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 just a small regimen of zinc every so often, if a little bit each day, too much I know can hurt the stomach. But um, if you get sick, yeah, you but want if to you have it as a daily regimen, that's small, good. Small daily regimen yeah. with some quercetin to push it into the cells. These, these are things that are proven now to defeat covid and so it's a it's wonderful and so i want to leave that in here just yeah. to show that science and to remind our listeners hey be safe and there's another way you can do that yeah uh further to that pastor mark here's another israeli study from israel 365 news where they're finding that antibodies perform best after an actual covid infection yes not from the vaccine yeah this so is, let's talk about it's that. it's another health reason again for our listeners out there and it's interesting greg by dr karmit cohen which again is a jewish person we talked about the jews and their studies on vitamin d yeah. and now we're talking about cohen which the cohenim they're descendants of aaron so kind of neat he's involved in this but the groundbreaking finding led dr karmit cohen a descendant of aaron of israel sheba medical center will be presented at the European Congress of Clinical Microbiology and Infectious Diseases in April. Cohen and her colleagues, actually, she would not be a priest, it's because it's female, but she's in the priestly line. Cohen and her colleagues analyzed antibody-induced immune response in 130 recovered individuals. Let me interpret this. They, they caught COVID and they got better without a shot. For up to a year, and they compared it to 402 individuals who were double vaccinated up to a year, but it never had COVID-19. And what they found is the antibodies were much stronger. Again, we're seeing these reports over and over and over. I said that those, uh, uh, the, uh, they said the double vaccinated individuals actually became more likely to get infected than those who had not been vaccinated um, and had just naturally gotten COVID. So it, what the bottom line is your antibodies with natural uh, COVID infection are way better than the shot. So if you've had COVID-19, you don't need the shot. And actually, they're saying that when you get the shot, it makes you more susceptible to getting sick from COVID-19. So, you know, again, nobody likes getting sick. But if you're if you're healthy, if you're strong, if you're taking all your supplements like we talked about and staying healthy, you're, you're going to do much better by simply um, living your life. And if COVID-19 comes along by treating it by these things you now that are out there, ways to treat it now, get early treatment you're doing much better than if you go and get the shot. So yeah. the science is really turning against the shots and is really turning for the natural infection and simply what God has given us in our natural immunity, as well as the vitamins that we talked about that studies like in Israel and other places are showing uh, that you can prevent it, defeat it, and stay healthy as long as you catch it early. So very, very encouraging news, but we need to be educated so we know how to fight that. Okay. All right, Pastor Mark. Uh, let's get into some technology news as we head out the door for this Friday from the South China Morning Post. A race to 6G. Yeah. Chinese researchers declare data streaming record with whirling radio waves. Explain this and explain the prophecy behind it. Yeah, again, the global race for the next gen. We haven't even introduced 5G, and they've already got 6G going there in China now. They're saying that it can transfer one terabyte of data over 3,300 feet per second. If you want to kind of get a mindset for that, I use a terabyte backup for my whole, all of my family, all five of us back all of our computer information up on one terabyte. So that gives you an idea of what we're talking about. They can now transfer that much data over 3,300 feet in a second. And so these Vortec waves are different technology. Why is this interesting? Again, technology, they say, is 10 to 20 times faster than 5G. Daniel chapter 12 said that you know uh, prophecy or that technology and knowledge is going to explode at the very end. We're watching it come to pass, the explosion of technology, which is prophesied in Daniel chapter 12. And also, Greg, it opens up the door for the kind of technology that the Antichrist is going to need to control mankind, control the world, uh, buying, selling, even the image that we talked mm. about there in, in Jerusalem on the Temple Mount. There's, he's going to speak to the world from this image, uh, declaring himself God and whatever. And so now we have the technology for this to seem really, I mean, real, and it's just opened up all new doors. Well, you know, my mind goes back to the economy story regarding the Federal Reserve or our government coming up with you know, a federal digital currency yeah. that can do 1.7 million transactions per second. Yeah. Listen, you've got to have a fast communication system yeah. in order to support all of that yeah. and everything else that the Antichrist will be using yeah. in the latter days. It just really opens up the door even wider, Greg, for total control, total surveillance, total technology, everything needed to run the world. And by the way, we talked about digital currency. I'll throw this in real quickly. When that happens, we lose all freedom. 
because now they control all of our life. You can't buy or sell. I mean, this get, this is getting real, real fast. But if you know Jesus, it's also getting real, real fast. And it's exciting. Amen. Pastor Mark, thank you so much. And thank you folks for listening. Don't forget thewaymedia.net. Just click on Science of the Times or check out the other content that we offer there at thewaymedia.net or download that Waymedia app so you can take us wherever you go. And we hope that you're going to church this Sunday and coming back here next Friday at 1.30 as we continue to look at more Signs of the Times right here on WIAM. there are some things God doesn't know. If that sounds confusing and maybe even wrong, try this on for size. He doesn't know anyone he can't love and forgive. He doesn't know a heart he can't repair and restore. He knows of no hurt he can't heal. And God doesn't know why you would ever want to refuse his help and reject his love. But of the many things he does know, your name, your need, your future. WIAM 101.1 FM, The Way. I've been empty When I'm low you fill the cup Yeah, but my ego Fights back telling me that I'm ready To grab the wheel and take control But I'll crash if I don't let myself let go 